love that beat. love that song. I think I'll just start off every episode now with some of my favorite beats from around the world. Around the world is great. I, I like that. Just started off with a vibe, you know? Right, yes. I think I have a good ear. Speaking of waves, I think we're on one big wave right now that I'm just Crown, fascinated. Wave, yeah. No, 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 no. What, what wave? The, well, the wave is, first of all, waves are awesome. Physically, I love them. Yes. love swimming. You love swimming? Love looking at them. Can you surf? No. It's okay. You can take a class. I could. Right. I can body surf. You can body surf? Culturally, waves, I marvel at. Their movements, right? So yeah. this is just the movement and the wave of modern technology right now in 2019. Modern so, communication through all these various social media platforms. On top of that, we were able to push our passion and our love for this craft. So that's kind of where we're at right now. And I'm loving it. Well, I'm loving that we're using these platforms to do the right thing. Because what's been happening is we have all these ways to connect with people around the world, around the world, and we're so not, we still lack interpersonal relationship skills. However, you don't. I, we know that. <laughs> you know that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> um, however, we do know that um, in our business, our profession, that we have to have interpersonal relationship skills, and that's necessary. So be on the wave. Be familiar with the technology. Keep abreast as to what's going on. So that way, when you're abreast of what's going on, because at the high levels, they're using technology, using the same platform that we're using to reach out and uh, distribute content to our colleagues. Colleagues. If you're listening, you're following, whatever, you are a colleague in this game. It's all about timing. Yeah. And now is the right time. Just feels right. You know? Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening, good day. I don't know what time it is. It's, Around it's the a world. podcast. That's right. That's right. There are no rules. There's no rule book, which I actually like in this case. Right. So uh, welcome to the Crown Ref Podcast, your podcast by officials, for officials. That sounds a little like FUBU. Just a little bit. We don't want to go there before that guy comes in. and just Yeah, he will sue us quick. Real quick, because mm-hmm. we're, we're blowing up. We're going to stop it. So today, I think we can touch on serving the game. Ooh. Serving the game, that's what we're doing here. Our intent is good. Our intent is to serve the game and to help, and to help out anybody that wants to that is interested in improving. You know, not everybody wants to help, and that's fine. So, me personally, like, I just try to identify who is interested in it, mm-hmm. whether I'm at, like, a game or, or when I'm working with partners. If they're interested in it, then I'm going to give them everything I got. You know, if they're not, then I, I recognize that and I, I stay away, let them do their thing. Well, I, wanna, I like how you brought up serve the game. 
or serve is the key word in the word service. Means that you are using what you presently have or physically have, emotionally have, mentally have to assist with someone else. Mm-hmm. So serving the game. So and if you're assisting someone else and you're serving the game, then there's no room for you in there as we talk about ego. Mm-hmm. No room for egos in the game. So serving the game is excellent. Um, you're not building up for a self-gain, like for a self-gain because you're in the line of service. There's only two businesses in America. Two? Two. Service and sales. Hey. That's it. Huh. Everything lies within that, right? That's it. Service and sales. I want to be in the service business. That's what I'm about. It's a continual lifelong thing. Like, to rely on a product or a number or anything else is just self-defeating. Because what happens when you reach that number? However, service lasts forever. I mean, it's such a bright joy. Create sunshine in your heart. You have <laughs> Right. <laughs> when you serve the game. It's funny. A, lot, a couple people have been asking me lately for, like, crown uh, shirts and, like, the crown hoodie that I got and everything. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I really appreciate you asking for it. Um, but right now, like, we're just, we're not selling anything. I'm not selling any merchandise. I'm not trying to make a quick buck. This is just about free content. That's it. That's right. the intent. You know, whatever happens after that, whatever. No, it's, talk, right now. It's making us better. And if it made one person better, then that's the goal. So the only merchandise we have is mental? I mean, mental. Mental merchandise. That's it. EQ. We're EQ. pumping out e- e- basketball EQ. Not just basketball IQ. IQ, but EQ. I love it. Emotional intelligence. So back to serving the game. There's a pecking order. Here's a pecking order. The game comes first. I right? Agree. Partners come second. Uh-huh. And you're, you come third. In that order. So let's talk about it's it. It's the game first. Your partners come second. Yourself comes third. Notice I didn't mention anything about a coach or a player. After we get through those three, then we could talk about the coach and the player. Some people, some officials, put the coach above the game. No way. Some, some officials put the, the, the players above the game. Some, some put it above your partners. Some put it above yourself. You see where I'm going here? Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't get sidetracked and lose focus on what the order for us as officials is, right? And let me give you an example of how we can get in trouble when we put the coach coach first. So let's say I call a foul in lead, right? Coach doesn't like it, bench doesn't like it. I'm walking on the sideline right by his bench. Um, I have to get past him in order to get to the table. He's barking at me. Do I do my job first, take the, take the foul to the table well let's say i i don't i I start to engage with the coach right i start to engage with the coach i listen to him the engagement doesn't go well Mm -hmm. um just because i'm trying to report the foul whatever he 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 catches me off guard so i start engaging 30 second conversation after i leave i go report what do i what do i do i forget the number i forget who the foul was on Mm -hmm. So I put him first i put him over the game i put him over myself Mm -hmm. and over doing my job you give him a hand, coach, I'll be right over to speak to you. Let me just report the foul. Then you go handle your business, report the foul, then you get back to the coach. Then you could serve, serve the coach. But when, we, when we, we mistake that order, that's when mistakes can occur. I agree. There's, there's a ton of examples how. Right. Now, um, and then, but doing this, means that, all right, <clears throat> say you have, a play, you have a play call, you go to the table, and you report the foul. 
do your job first. And that is how you stick to your job, stick to your purpose. And that is how you gain respect or some respect or acceptance from the coaches, yes. the players, and whoever else, all stakeholders involved. So do your job first. So I'm going, I've done that before. I've been in about, in three years of officiating, I've seen about, I would count five times where I've concentrated on going to do the game and then I dress the coach after because if anything, if he says, you, I've had one coach say, you just going to go report the foul, you're going to report the foul, and now you don't hear what I'm saying, you don't address me, you don't even ignore me. Coach, coach, coach. I have to do my job first. I like the triple coach. Yes. The triple coach is getting his attention. You're not coach, just calling. Coach, coach. You're not just saying, I have to report the foul. And the last coach, last time we say coach, should be in a little bit of a higher volume. Coach, coach, coach. Yeah. I have to do my job first. Those are what I call like lead up words. Yes. Attention grabbing words. Yes. Or, hey, hey, or whoa, whoa. That's straight out verbal judo book. Wow. Um, and isn't it funny that if you put the game first, your partner second, yourself third, you'll actually gain more respect from the coach and players. Right. But if you put them first, they're not going to respect you. No. They're going to walk all over you. No matter what human beings do. They respect purpose. They know what's going on. They know the right thing to do. And they, they all know the right adults know the right thing to do. And if you continue along those lines, then you'll have a, a, a very high level of respect. Absolutely. Did you see uh, the post I put out last night about the dead guy? Not calling a foul on the dead guy? Yes, I did. You better say yes. You of better course. be up to date on everything. <laughs> I want you to talk about no, it. No, you, you tell me. What, was, that, was that clear? Because a couple people hit me up and maybe I... I well, I, I corrected it last night by saying don't call a block on the dead guy. Do you understand what that means? I got it, but I want you to explain it. What do you to, got? Tell me to, what you to got. Me. I got the whole... No, I want you to tell me right. the perspective on what you... Because why? Why? Why would I settle for a secondary source when I have the primary source well, right that's here? That's a good point. That's a good point. Right. Sometimes we need to add a little bit of layers. To, to things um, to provide a little bit more clarity. So a wise man once told me, oh. right, regarding block charge plays, you have a legal defender, mm -hmm. he's standing there, mm -hmm. he's waiting, legal. You have an offensive player that goes to and through him, hits him in the chest, knocks him down, kills him. His mom, the defender's mom is in the stands, sees her son laying on the floor, Next thing you know, the official goes, doot, doot, block. How? On the dead guy. Why? Why would you do know. that? I don't know. I don't know. There's a quote. If, if the defender's there so long in the paint, what did they say? He was sitting there eating a sandwich. Right? Have you ever heard that before? A sandwich. A sandwich, right? A sandwich, right? He was sitting there eating a sandwich. He was sitting there, he was in there eating a sandwich. I had that quote on Sunday night. Sunday night, the guy, I mean, the kid's just dribbling 100 miles a minute. And then he's dribbling, going towards the paint. And same thing, goes straight through the guy. And he's like, that's not a block. No, he was sitting there going. All you did was go straight. Come on now, this is a no-brainer. Well, but a lot of officials go to the hips. They're going to the hips in those players. And Only if the player might be low and then we're doing like high school, maybe college, the player's like right underneath the rim. Could be a block. Because the offensive player has to have room to land. And you're so, like, you're not playing defense. Underneath the basket, speaking basketball terms, if he's underneath the basket, 
might be a block if anything, mm -hmm. or probably a no call. It depends on the how hard the hit is and how it went. But no way if the if the defender. First thing we do is referee the defender. Big facts. Facts. But like I was looking at a play last night, crash to and through the chest, a lot of contact, doo doo right to the hips. So my point is like the overall point is 50-50 plays. If you do high school or college or below, well, you obviously do below if you do high school or college, mm -hmm. but everything up to high school or college, 50-50 plays should be charges most of the time. Look, if I just had a 50-50 block on the other end and I have a 50-50 block charge play on this end, yeah, then we go block. Mm -hmm. But in the macro overall, 50-50, go charge, man. Now, in the NBA, you see the opposite. You'll right. see 50-50 blocks. That's the way uh, they I call it. Yesterday. So I would recommend right. if, if you do pro, 50-50, go block. All right, so for our listening viewers, so we can tap this in. So because we don't want... Can you be a listening viewer? A uh, listen, listening viewer. You can be a listening viewer. If it's on the screen, mm -hmm. we're not going to pop You're listening to the words in your view. Well, for our listeners and our viewers, here we are. Um, we don't want you to take the advice. We don't want them to take the advice because we said so. However, but be mindful that you're always supposed to be on point. When you're that lead, when you're that trail, you're always refereeing defender before the plays happen. You're ready. So that way, I think those mishaps on those block charges calls, when they're supposed to be a charge and they call a block, Let's zoom in a little bit more. Let's be mindful. Before the play comes down, I'm already at the lead position on the, on the end line watching, not expecting, not assuming, because that's when I'll just anticipate a call and just call it. We don't want that. Anticipate the play. To play, not right. The, foul. It's the play. Yeah. Meaning, like, and you have a feel for the game. Former players have a feel for the game. I'm but glad people, you're saying that right now. Yes. You have to have a feel for the game. You know that uh, the kid's going, if the, if the player is going straight, 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 straight down the middle, you know it's going to happen. And the guy steps in. You're like, okay, he's smart. But if he steps in, you know he's going to, check, he's going to take a charge. But, oh, but just make sure we're active. We are alive when the ball comes dead. We're alive all the time. All of the time. Players are sitting on their bench. You're alive. So you get to that end line. You don't get confused there. There's a block or a charge. You don't come to the end line saying, or I'm going to call a block or a charge. I'm here looking at what's happening in my primary area, and I am not sleep. You're reffing the defense. If you're reffing college, then you're finding the feet. Mm -hmm. you know, you're not watching ball. Um, but I'm glad you said that about former players and having a feel for the game. So if you're a young, uh, young official or an aspiring official and you played the game and you played it well, I think you have a huge advantage and a huge upside to where you could take your career. Right? I agree. Um, and I'm not to say that if you didn't play or you didn't play well, like you weren't a good player, that you won't be a good official. I'm not saying that. I, no. just, I just think you have a great upside. You have a great upside. And then people who didn't play have a great upside as well because they are not biased in regards to learning the rules, learning the concepts. They're actually pretty fair. They deal with things as is because they don't have a bias. Or they don't say, I'm a, I'm a player before this, so I know this is going to happen. No. Like any profession, someone like, a, let's say a phys ed teacher, someone who wasn't an athlete before can turn out to be a better teacher. You can be a better official because you have no bias. You're going strictly by the rules. Are you clap talking now? I, Anytime someone claps, clap talks, you know they're for real. Right. For real, for real. <laughs>
Listen, man, I want to talk about a made-up term that fans have created, yes. and it's not going anywhere. It's been here forever. It's a made-up file. You won't find it in the book. Where is it? What is the file? I can't wait. I want to hear this. There's so much. I'd love to put a poll out right now if they know which file I'm talking about. Three words over the back. O-M-G. People still call for it. Over the back, rap. Coaches still want it. Over the back. Oh, gosh. Players still want it. You know what I said to a, a, a guy last night in the men's league? And I would, I would only say this probably in a men's league, but ref, that's an over the back. I looked at him, I said, I agree. He jumped over your back. Yes. He didn't push your back. He jumped over it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, anytime a, a defender gets a rebound from behind, like over the offensive mm-hmm. player, that's just the one thing they yell. So maybe we should do like a course on that or maybe put out, put out a promo that over the back should be excluded from all basketball talk now. It should. Please, please, please do that. But, um, but that also lets you know where, like if a coach is yelling over the back, that's wh- kind of a way of evaluating where he's at mentally with as far as basketball IQ. Is Mike Krzyzewski going to scream out over the back? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I'm sure he has, probably not recently. So, I just find the over the back funny because I actually think it's explaining not a foul over the back. I jumped over your back. I'm not on your back. Well, whatever. It's well, just I a get little rant. So, <clears throat> so, I mean, to add this over the back, it's ridiculous. You might as well say discontinue. Discontinue. That's another one. <laughs> discontinue. You might as well what say does it mean? Discontinue. What does it mean? Stop. All right. Such a like it sounds really intelligent. Discontinue. Like way intel- more intelligent than right. just saying travel or it's walk. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I actually wish we could add discontinue. Discontinue. <laughs> discontinue. I think that happened to me a year, eighteen months ago. So look, we're in the fourth quarter now, and I figured we would just end with this question. Yes. I want to ask you this question. I have a lot of questions for you, by the way, but probably not more questions than you have for me. How can we make this podcast work? Because this is just brand spanking new. Three days ago, I would have said, what, we're doing a podcast? But look, the back to the waves. This is a, just one big wave of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and we were talking about yesterday, just one big way to, um, to just reach more people with pushing the passion. So, how can we make this successful? Well, I would say, first thing first, research. Um, we have to know our audience, uh, different demographics that we're reaching out to, and find out how we can address them specifically. But, I'm sorry, address them all in one common manner, and then we can say things to address different demographics. But we can do our research. We can do our research fine. You can do research. Planning. planning. Pro- proper planning prevents poor, poor performance. performance. But I would say planning would be a part of research. Knowing your market, know what's going out there. I think we can do really well with the concept we have, but let's tighten it up a little bit. Let's put... A, let's sharpen up the blade. Mm-hmm. Let's just sharpen up the arrow, tip of the arrow. Yo, Meaning, like, we got to know our, our audience, the dem- different demographics, the viewers. And 
we can do as much research as we want because we get brand new viewers and followers and everything every single day. However, we want them to reach out to us. Tell them what you're looking for. Tell us what you're looking for. Tell them what you need help with. Tell us what you're struggling with. Tell us what you're thinking about. Hey, you know, I, I really have some trouble with team control mechanic. Like, we were working on that the other day. Mm-hmm. did a great piece on that at the basketball shop mm. the other day. Um, but, like, we, our viewers can check in and leave messages. Yeah. And I like what you're saying. I think it's all a work in progress. Yes. Like, we're just going to try to improve. Mm-hmm. You know, each day, each time. And this goes with everything in every aspect of life. For instance, yesterday, I had some funky 70 music playing in the background. Mm. You know, it was cool for seven seconds, mm-hmm. but it just kept playing throughout the whole audio. So, um, yeah, I don't think we need that. I, I got to figure out how to chop in this app. I got to figure out the capabilities. And to all of our officials, the same thing we're doing with the car podcast. You live and you learn. Mm-hmm. You live and you learn. You live being, you become alive by uh, trying your best and uh, going for your goals, following your dreams. Hey, if you feel like there's a certain player or something like this, or you don't like the way things are going and you have a feeling it's right, the whole society is built on new ideas. Mm-hmm. That's how civilization came. This is new. Right, exactly. So, and it, it can become new. Nothing is set in stone. Only thing that's set in stone is the uh, tiling on the floor. Or the walls. That's it. You, you know why I think it's already successful? Because one person liked it. That's it, you know? That's it. If like, we could change one person, I'm okay with that. I'm not looking for huge numbers no. here. I just really want to not. help. Yeah. Just stay with the good intent. And also, actually, and I got a little feedback on our, our first episode, is storytelling. The art of storytelling. And in our case, we're going to be storytelling plays and situations. Yeah. Describing the atmosphere of the game, describing the way the game is being played, putting the listener in the stands and creating that visual. So when we talk about a play, the, the, the listener feels like they're there and they can relate. Well, exactly. we want our listeners and viewers to have to develop their art of storytelling as well because... You're not telling a story like a Maple Leaf story when you explain a play to the coach. That helps out when you're talking to a coach about a play. Mm-hmm. Coach, we were going, coach, I was on the inline, uh, white 32, went straight in, went, went drove to the hole, and blue 15 decided to come at the last minute and step forward as white 32 took the shot. Hence a block. Mm-hmm. Hence a block call. You know what I'm saying? So storytelling helps out with just us and developing. But storytelling is a art we use for better understanding. It's not foolishness. You're not making up a, a silly story or anything like that. But storytelling helps out with understanding. Keeps the viewer and listener engaged. Hello. So, look, I'm ready to go do pull-ups and push-ups right now. I need, I need 50 out of you every I'm day. I'm at 50, and I want 500 on the roof. If you have a game tonight, go out and have fun. Have a great game. Um, take chances. Play offense on the coach if you need to. Serve the game. Serve the game. And that's it. Have a good Terrific day. Terrific Tuesday. Peace.